It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Let's head back to Denver and bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Game seven, 48 hours earlier and travel. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. And that was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media. Hopefully we can effort to get his comments back on the program later in the show. But this is one of those tough games for the Golden Knights, right? Uh, Vegas, certainly the, the better team just in terms of chances in the second and third period. Penalties come back to haunt them in this one. And to help us break it down, let's go back to Colorado, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, it's interesting, right, because – there's that that question do you, would you rather lose a game 7-1 or lose a game in overtime where you play well and it just is a bounce that doesn't go your way or a call that doesn't go your way the golden knights are going to have to find a way to bounce back after this loss to the colorado avalanche yeah uh you know and and I'm, i hope that we'll get to hear the full comments from pete tabor you heard gary's comment about that call in overtime and uh, just uh, Again, the, the comment that Pete made, we didn't get to hear it there live, but he said that it was a soft call. But he did say he can't blame the refs because of the Colorado Avalanche embellishing today. So Pete um, going a little bit uh, critical there of, um, you know, partly uh, a shot at the officials calling it a soft call, but also accusing the Avalanche of embellishing. So naturally the, the fire is there for Pete DeBoer. The team played so much better today than it had in game one. And to walk out of the building trailing uh, two games to none, uh, of course, there's uh, bound to be some frustration and perhaps some anger. Um, but uh, the the quote from Pete was, they fooled him on it, calling it a soft call. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly a tough one, right? Because, you know, we've, we've come to kind of understand a certain standard, and that was uh, very much letting the guys play in the first round. And, you know, this series has has kind of happened with the Colorado Avalanche all year, just more penalties called in this round of the playoffs than what we've seen in the previous round for the Golden Knights. Yeah, you know, it's, listen, I don't want to make this about the officials. There were plenty of things that could have been called against Vegas that were not called today. Uh, perhaps there was embellishing. I, I, I don't know. We're, we're, you know, calling the game from high above the rank, and we don't get the uh, the view that Pete DeBoer has, and clearly he's talking with players. They're looking at video between periods, and they'd have a better perspective on all that than me. But, yeah, it, it, it's a tricky thing because, you know, you combine the power play chances in this one. It ends up with uh, so many more than we had seen early on in the playoffs. And, you know, that's the thing that for the players. You just want to know what the, uh, what the barometer is going to be. And uh, for a while it looked like they're – you know, you'd have to commit a crime to get a penalty called, but today it was uh, officials who we had not seen before. You know, it's I liken it a little bit to baseball, where you know that certain umpires call a low strike or a high strike, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there are similar kinds of reports about NHL referees that are more likely or less likely to call penalties and so on. But, again, I, I, it's, it's splitting hairs here. This was a very good hockey game. Of course, the Knights and the Knights fans will be disappointed in a loss, but they played well, and now we'll see if they can take advantage of uh, the home ice. So for me, like you, you look at this game, and, and certainly the process was much better for the Golden Knights. The only thing they don't get is the result, but uh, you got to feel pleased with how the Golden Knights were able to respond in this game, and, and it's got to give them a little bit of confidence going into Game 3 on Friday here on home ice. Yeah, you know, 
a lot has been compared with uh, game one of this series to game one against Winnipeg back in 2018 when yeah. the Knights gave up some early goals to the Jets and ended up, what was it, 4-1 to one was the final score in that one, I believe. If, if you go back to, uh, let me just double check, 4-2, uh, to two, in fact, was the final game one, but it was 4-1 to one early. And I think the difference in that series, or that game, was that Vegas actually played pretty well, uh, second and third. Couldn't make a game of it, but they sort of... Um, showed the Jets that this was going to be a lot harder than the first period made it look. And, of course, the Knights then won games two, three, four, and five to win the series with four straight wins. Uh, they didn't do that in game one, right? They never really found anything in game one. It took them about half a period of game two before they found their footing. I mentioned a penalty kill. Uh, there was Haig in the box for holding Nachushkin. They killed that off. Then Newhook was guilty of holding Marcia, so Alec Martinez scored the power play goal. From that point on, it seemed that the Knights looked more like themselves, and even to the extent that while they did allow a goal later in the first, they got one back themselves in the second. Just the, the shots, the chances, the offensive zone time, how they limited the opportunities for the Colorado players, including the top-line players. There were some great saves by Fleury, but there, there were like a few. Um, there, weren't, there wasn't a, a large volume of shots for Colorado down the stretch, and it really wasn't until that overtime power play where Colorado really started to whip it around. And, you know, they, they scored that power play goal from Rantanen, but just a second or two earlier, a post was struck by Nathan McKinnon. So anyway, uh, it's all all said, the Knights, you would think, um, having played as close as they did with the Avalanche today, you'd think that they would be angry because they lost, but also buoyed by the fact that they uh, managed to play even with them for uh, so much of this game. As always, Dan, thank you for joining us here, and we will chat with you on Friday. Great. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, as we Aim to break this one down. The Golden Knights fall to the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 to two in overtime. Colorado takes a two-games-to-none series lead. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights fall to the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 in overtime. Let's head back out to Colorado and listen in as Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury address the media after tonight's game. Um, uh, sorry, Marc-Andre. I'm going to ask uh, Stone another question, please. Um the, the call in overtime, it was, uh, I mean, we see that call all over the league. Slash a guy's stick out of his hands. But in overtime, it might be a tough call. What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's a tough call. Um, I mean, it's a stick battle off a face-off. I, I go into, you know, probably 30 of those a game. Um, you know, get my stick slashed uh, almost in every one. Um, I don't drop my stick, so... Uh, it's a tough call, and especially in overtime, um, you know, it's some situation. It has to be a little bit of onus on the guy uh, holding his stick. Uh, it's a stick battle. Uh, it's both trying to fight for the puck and clear space. But, you know, we got to kill the penalty uh, when they call it. Uh, but, I mean, it's tough. Uh, you know, he had six, six kills um, in order night. Uh, uh, power play like that, they're going to burn you. That's what Ed Graney. 
Las Vegas Review Journal. I'm Mark Andre. Um, obviously, to kill off that man. Any of the people in front of you, I know the one didn't, you know, end how you wanted it. But can you talk about the night and uh, how your guys played in front of you to kill all those? Yeah, I thought we <clears throat> we battled. You know, like Stone said, we had a penalty kill in the first. I thought we did a good job, you know, and um, yeah, you know, they scored there to make it two-one. But for the last one there, it's on me. You know, I should make that save and um, keep our team in the game. Take two final questions tonight. Next, we'll go to Dan Rosen, NHL.com. Yeah, Mark Andre, I wanted to ask you about um, you're down in the series two to nothing. You're going home. You play the game you did tonight. Does because you play the way you did tonight, does that fuel belief for this team? Because a lot of times you could be down two to nothing and wondering. But the way you played, does that fuel belief that you can come back in this? Definitely. I thought we, uh, you know, we all knew that. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't us. That wasn't our game. You know, that for game one there, and uh, I thought the guys, you know, battled back real hard tonight here, and we got four posts, you know, and Buck stayed out for us, and um, and they had a post in the first, you know, to make it two one. So it was a little bit tough bounce there, but I thought we had the pocket out, control the play a lot. Um, power play got a big goal for us, and um, you know, it's uh, I'm sure a lot of guys on our team have been there before. I've been there, you know, down two zero, but. Doesn't matter. I think if we keep playing the way we did tonight, you know, then we all have confidence in our team that we can um, uh, come back in this series. Final question tonight comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, from Mark Stone. Mark Andre just mentioned the posts uh, and all the chances you guys had in the third period. Obviously, a late power play does that maybe make it a little more frustrating that that you guys had so many opportunities weren't able to finish? Yeah, I mean, we got to capitalize on them. Um, you know, we had a lot of good looks. Uh, you know, I had a, a couple posts. Uh, you know, a couple of good looks in the power play, and all, all three that we had uh, chances in the slot and you know, breakaways. Uh, we got we got to capitalize when we get the opportunities. Um, for sure, and we're going home. Uh, you know, it's uh, you can't stress too much and, and, until you lose a lose at home. So um, we got to take care of business uh, uh, in, in Vegas here on on Friday night. Thanks, guys. That was Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians as they address the media after tonight's game. The Golden Knights lose to the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 to in overtime. And, you know, the result, obviously not what the Golden Knights were hoping for in this game, but an absolutely phenomenal game nonetheless. Very exciting. Uh, and the Golden Knights in the second and third period certainly found their game. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, the Golden Knights without Braden McNabb in this game as he is still on the NHL COVID-related absence list. Also without Ryan Reeves in this game, Reeves serving game one of two of his two-game suspension. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. Let's go all the way back to the first period. And, you know, for the Golden Knights, they were looking to get a quick start in this one, right? And, and unfortunately for Vegas, Colorado was able to open the scoring as Brandon Saad would beat Marc-Andre Fleury on a fluky goal. Colorado takes it back to its own zone with the defense. Forward pass, look out, Saad behind the D, closing in, much the shot, but he scored anyway. One nothing Colorado on the goal from Brandon Saad, his fifth goal of the playoffs. 
That's Brandon Saad from Sam Girard and Ryan Graves at 3.39 of the first period to make it one to nothing, Colorado. The Golden Knights would answer back, however, as Alec Martinez would net a vintage power play goal. On the left side, Pacioretty. Seam right, Pacioretty to Martinez. He scores! Power play goal for Alec Martinez. He loves that spot in the right wing circle. Vegas ties the game 1-1 with 10.28 to go first period. That's Alec Martinez from Max Pacioretty and Shea Theodore. 9.32 of the first period to make it 1-1, a power play goal. The Golden Knights, though, would run into penalty trouble of their own, and the Avalanche would make them pay as Tyson Jost scored a power play goal. Jost toward the right post, deals away, deals up top. McCarr handing it left. There's Graves. And into the middle of the shot, score! Tyson Jost, a well-around shot, power play goal. Colorado takes a 2-1 lead. That's Tyson Jost from Sam Girard and Devon Taves at 17.08 of the first period to make it 2-1 Colorado. Later in the period, Marc-Andre Fleury and Alex Petrangelo would combine for two gigantic saves. Back and forth, passing Watt, closing in on Taves out high. Feed goes down low, quick stick in front, save Flurry. Rebound to the side of the call, lifted high off the glass and into the screen. Flurry made a fantastic save, but he was down and out, and a rebound opportunity for Rantanen missed a wide open net at the bottom of the right circle. So the Golden Knights would get out of the first period down just one, and they would enter the second period with a lot of momentum, a lot of energy, and they found their legs. Then a neutral zone turnover by the Avalanche would lead to Riley Smith's equalizer. Theodore reaches in, gets possession back to Marcheseau, deals left, Smith is in, he works backhand, he scores! Riley Smith, beautiful backhander, top right corner by the glove of Grubauer. 2-2 tie with 9.32 to go in the second period. Second goal of the playoffs for Riley Smith. That's Riley Smith from Jonathan Marcheseau and Shea Theodore, 10-28 of the second period to make it 2-2. Shortly thereafter, Jonathan Marcheseau would get a great look in the slot and hit the post. Vegas has the puck in its own zone. Carlson gives it away. Burakovsky stepping in front. Just missed the man cutting toward the middle. That was JT Comfer, but it missed him. Vegas works it the other way. Marcheseau for Carlson. To Marcheseau, hit the post! Just great interplay between Jonathan Marcheseau and William Carlson. Philip Grubauer did get enough of his glove on that puck to deflect it into the post and out of the net. So we'd head to the third period. The Golden Knights really, really pouring it on in terms of their offensive chances. However, the Colorado Avalanche would get a great look off the stick of Nathan McKinnon where Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. Counterclockwise. Oh, McKinnon in front. Stop by Fleury! Diving out to his left. McKinnon working laterally across the crease to his right. And the right-handed forward somehow couldn't get it by Flurry, who dove to eliminate the angle. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So Marc-Andre Fleury with some great saves in the third period and we would head to overtime for the first time in this series and just 44 seconds into overtime Riley Smith would be called for a slashing penalty. On the ensuing power play Miko Rantanen would win the game. Left point McCarr would make it McKinnon pivoting away from Carlson. Rink wide right. Rantanen shoots, scores! 
Overtime winner for Miko Rentinen. Colorado three, Vegas two, and the Avalanche take a 2-0 series lead. That's Miko Rantanen from Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr. Two minutes, seven seconds into overtime. A power play goal to win the game. The Colorado Avalanche defeat the Golden Knights 3-2 to two in Game 2. Take a 2 to nothing series lead as this series now shifts to Vegas for Game 3 on Friday. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city of sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's AAA Insurance postgame show. The Colorado Avalanche defeat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 to in overtime. Miko Rantanen, the power play overtime goal. And, you know, we heard from uh, a snippet from Pete DeBoer, not the full Pete DeBoer press conference, but uh, a quote from Pete on the penalty called on Riley Smith. Just a soft call but I can't even blame the refs. They're fighting through the embellishment of grabbing your face or falling down or dropping your stick every period. I can't blame the ref. They fool them on it. That's the full quote from head coach Pete DeBoer on the play in overtime. Riley Smith going to try to uh, stick check Miko Rantanen. Rantanen has one hand on his stick, drops his stick, and that is the penalty call. And whether or not you want to agree or disagree, the fact of the matter is the call's made. The Golden Knights have to kill that penalty. They weren't able to. You give the Colorado Avalanche that many opportunities on the power play, and eventually they're going to find the back of the net. Colorado 2-for-6 on the power play today. Golden Knights 1-for-3 on their power play opportunities. And, you know, again, it's one of those situations where all you want in terms of officiating in the playoffs is consistency. And, you know, you heard from Mark Stone earlier on in the program that in terms of those stick battles, the difference is that Mark Stone doesn't drop his stick. So some messaging certainly getting out there from Pete DeBoer. I think that, you know, when you are throwing around words like embellishment, that's done with a purpose, right? Like we all understand that at some point, if the belief is that Colorado is feeling a little bit of pressure and going down a little bit easy, you certainly want to have that in the minds of the referees as best you can. Every official is going to have a look at this game, and they're going to likely figure out exactly what is happening out there. And on the play in overtime, I, I don't see that as a penalty in overtime. I really don't. Now, again, it's up to the Golden Knights to kill that penalty off. They weren't able to do it. Uh, it's just a beautiful shot from Miko Rantanen, for sure. But, you know, again, the Golden Knights all throughout the game, especially in the first period, allowing 
are giving the Colorado Avalanche four power play opportunities, that takes you out of your rhythm. And it didn't allow the Golden Knights to really get their legs going until the second period. But here's the thing. I think the Golden Knights over the course of the second and third period really, really made an effort to impose their will to play their game against Colorado. And it worked, except for the fact that the Golden Knights weren't able to bury all their opportunities. You look at four posts in this game. Riley Smith, I think, hit two, maybe three. Jonathan Marcheseau with one. I know Nick Waugh deflected a, an Alex Tuck puck off of the, the post. Like, posts were there for the Golden Knights. Opportunities to score were there for the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, you, you have to at least acknowledge that you were getting your opportunities, but the finish, the execution, has to be better come game three. And you heard Mark Stone talk about it in his post-game comments that you don't really panic, you shouldn't get too scared in terms of a playoff series until you lose on home ice. And I, I understand that line of thinking for sure. For the Golden Knights, they've been largely dominant at home in the regular season. The playoffs, it's been a bit of a mixed bag, but that's how things tend to be in the playoffs. But for the Golden Knights, after this game, especially on the heels of Game 1, where the questions came up about if the Golden Knights could skate with the Colorado Avalanche. Emphatically, I think the Golden Knights answered that question tonight. They didn't get the goals they needed, but they certainly carried the play, and it was the first time in these playoffs the Colorado Avalanche were on their heels. Philip Grubauer announced himself and gave everybody that was watching this game a deep understanding as to why he is a Vezina Trophy finalist. But now the task for the Golden Knights is to go back in Game 3 and find a way to beat Philip Grubauer. In the playoffs, it's a race to three. The Golden Knights just couldn't get there tonight. But they've got a lot of confidence coming out of this game, and I do think they'll find a way to get that third goal come Friday. We're back to wrap it up next. AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall in overtime to the Colorado Avalanche, 3-2. to Miko Rantanen with the power play goal. Miko Rantanen, also the guy that draws the penalty on Riley Smith, just 44 seconds into the overtime period and for the Golden Knights it's another one of those situations where it, your, your details have to be dialed in 100% come overtime and you can debate whether or not that should have been a penalty on Riley Smith but you know the fact of the matter is it's it's one of those that optically the refs are going to call more often than not and you can't put yourself in that situation especially when you have handed the Colorado Avalanche five other power plays in the game you can only get so many kills when you're asking your penalty kill to, to do that much work. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. The Golden Knights 
had their chances. They certainly did. Many, many posts in this game. But I think from that second period on, the Golden Knights were clearly the better team in this game. Colorado on their heels for the first time in the playoffs. And I didn't really know what to expect from Colorado. This is the first time that we've seen them pushed around a little bit. And I thought that Philip Grubauer really, really stood in there and allowed the Colorado Avalanche to figure out how to get something out of this game. Because quite frankly, all the scoring chances, all the the run of play was dominated largely by the Golden Knights in the second and third period. And sometimes that's hockey. And I know we talk about it, and I know that analytics get a bad name because you you, you got a team in the Golden Knights that carried play, dominated the shot clock, and yet still could not find that extra goal. But I'm encouraged by what I saw from the Golden Knights tonight. I'm encouraged by their bounce back. And now we'll find out if it's easier to bounce back after a game that you lose on a bad break or a bad bounce, or if it's easier to bounce back from a game in which you lose 7-1. to one. That's what's in, ahead of the Golden Knights. Game 3 will be on Friday live from T-Mobile Arena, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 3-2 the final. By the way, live from Bailiwicks inside the Orleans Casino. Gotta love playoff hockey. You arrive before the the place opens, and you leave after the place closes down. Like, it's fantastic. You've got to love overtime. You've got to love playoff hockey. And I dare say, outside of the result, you have to love that game. It was everything that you want this series to be. The Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, these two teams – just throwing blows all night long. All night long. Marc-Andre Fleury, Philip Grubauer going save for save, though the majority of the saves coming from Philip Grubauer. I thought that he was really, really good in this game. And the Golden Knights like had all their opportunities. They had all their chances. A number of posts in this game, and if those go differently, it's a different result, absolutely. The Golden Knights, you can make the argument, deserve better. But again, at that point, you have to look at some of the opportunities they had and some of the opportunities that just didn't go the execution not there as best you want it to be for the Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. I'm very curious to see where you guys are at. This is your post-game show, by the way. So uh, 702-876-1340 is the number. 
Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing uh, okay. Um, I was very pleased with the response we saw tonight from the the Golden Knights after the Game 1 debacle that was. Um, I got to say, this game tonight, I mean, I know it's been talked about. I know the the players and the coach talked about it, but you can't make that call after all the the stuff that was called and wasn't called. You can't make that call. This game was so well played between both teams, so evenly. If they would have scored on that five on five, I would, you know, I would go, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you know, but um, you can't make that call in the playoffs, and it just, it just, uh, it just magnifies how important each and every call there is in these playoffs. And I, I don't, um, you know, I don't envy the the referees at all because they're yeah. in a difficult position. But you know, it's it's so hard to make those calls night in and night out, especially when uh, a game is decided on on that call. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, you certainly look at that call and, and within the context of that game, that call leads directly to the, the game-winning goal. But, I mean, the flip side of that, the argument that you throw out there is the Golden Knights hit four posts, right? Like, the Golden Knights had plenty of opportunities to, to put that game away before getting to overtime. It just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm not saying that, you know, we played really, really well. Yeah, for they sure. They played really, really well. I think it was just a, it was just an even game, and it's just disheartening to to have a game so well played between both sides mm-hmm. come down to a, a a power play like that. So that's that's all I got to say. I was pleased with the response yep. that that we had, um, and i I think um, I think we're Despite being down 2-0, I think we're in a good position because we can definitely hang with these boys, uh, you know, it, but although we've got to bring our A game every single night, whether it be at home or away, the Knights got to bring their A game every night because uh, this Colorado team is going to be a handful, especially with that that first line they have, so... Anyway, thank you so much, and uh, hopefully Rita calls in, and I look forward to hearing what she has to say. Awesome, Joe. Thank you for the call. And, you know, you're, you're right. Like, I, I do think that the Golden Knights are, are going to have a nice response when they come home on Friday. And, I, I, you know, I just I think the way that this is kind of shaking out, it could be a series in which both teams hold serve on home ice. But the margin for error now is incredibly small for the Golden Knights. They've got to win four or five against the Colorado Avalanche. That's a tall task, but you know the, the good news for the Golden Knights is three of the next five are at T-Mobile Arena. Let's head back out of the phone line. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? Well, better than Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's... 
Fair point. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that one of the thing positives to take away from this game is even though they gave up two power play goals, the penalty kill was quite good. Yeah. So, and against Colorado, I mean, you you have to have a good penalty kill or they will just destroy you. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. The Golden Knights certainly got their uh, their their work in on the penalty kill in this game. Uh, did a great job by and large, but, it, you know, again, like, you've got to find a way to kind of keep that those opportunities down in the two to three range per game against the Colorado Avalanche because you give them too many opportunities like that, they'll find a way, and it's always in the biggest moments of the game. Yeah, and, I mean, it's been pointed out, uh, talked about on Sunday that apparently more penalties are just called when Colorado is there. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, but after these last two games, like, uh, I don't know why that is, but obviously that's a thing. <laughs> well, I I mean, I, the, the way that I would hazard to, to guess that's happening is you look at the Colorado Avalanche, what is one thing that you would – or one word that you would use to describe – their game speed right like this is a fast team that really does move well in transition you can kind of argue whether or not they go down easy you can argue whether or not they embellish certain calls but for me when you're that fast and then you catch teams off guard the only play that there is sometimes is to clutch and grab or hook and hold or slash and you know alex tuck's penalty in this game was a perfect example Nathan McKinnon pulls the puck out from below the goal line gets around Marc-Andre Fleury and you've got Alex Tuck that's draped all over him and he's got to take a penalty and and that's kind of what the Avalanche are able to do but by extension the Golden Knights are getting plenty of looks on the power play they had three opportunities in tonight's game they went uh, one for three and if you convert on one of those extra penalties then you know again it's a different game so it's all about bearing down on the opportunities that the Golden Knights had. They had plenty of opportunities to win this one in regulation. It just didn't fall. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, to, to speak about that the Avalanche plays so fast, I, I, I'm not going to say this to be down on the refs, but I'm sure refing a game where the teams are moving that fast makes it harder to actually see what's happening as well. Yeah, 100%. And, and thanks for the call, Stephanie. It's a fast game. Colorado, an incredibly fast team. I, I love the response tonight from the Golden Knights, and I think that's where I want to move the conversation. What did you see tonight from Vegas that gives you a lot of optimism going into Game 3? What changes, what tweaks did the Golden Knights make, especially in the second and third period, that, that gave you that idea that the Golden Knights are, are going to be okay in this series. 702-876-1340 is the number. We've got a lot more to get to here on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 3-2 the final. The Colorado Avalanche beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 in overtime. Miko Rantanen, power play goal. Miko Rantanen also draws the penalty on Riley Smith. A slashing call just 44 seconds into overtime. Uh, A call that... uh, 
Pete DeBoer was not happy with. Uh, not happy with that call after the game. And here's the quote from Pete DeBoer. Just a soft call, but I can't even blame the refs. They're fighting through the embellishment of grabbing your face or falling down or dropping your stick every period. I can't even blame the ref. They fool them on it. End quote. So as a Golden Knights fan, like I would imagine that the way you view that call is pretty well in line with Pete DeBoer. And, you know, while again, I, there, there is a part of me that says, okay, we often, often hark, hearken on the referees. We often get mad and frustrated and say, well, if it's a penalty in the second period of a regular season game, it should be a penalty in overtime in the playoffs. And this one, this one's a tough one for me. It really is because I generally fall on the, if you don't want games to go to double overtime, triple overtime, then call penalties in overtime. But at the same time, I understand where Pete DeBoer is coming from here. With the Colorado Avalanche, with Miko Rantanen, you look at that play, and it's hard to call a slashing penalty when the player's got one hand on their stick. Like it, It's generally difficult for, for you to convince me of that. I, you hear from Mark Stone, he says, listen, I, I'm, I'm in these types of battles every night, every single game, 30 times a game. I don't drop my stick. So there's a lot behind the scenes here between Colorado and Vegas. You can certainly sense that frustration is is boiling over. These two teams, just two games in, healthy dislike of one another. Healthy dislike of one another. And beyond the refs, because we can kind of just say, listen, I, I didn't like the call, wasn't happy with the call, think it's a soft call in overtime. But the Golden Knights had their opportunities, they had their looks, they had their chances in the second and third period. They just couldn't beat Philip Grubauer and the post. Really, that's what it boiled down to for the Golden Knights. But a couple of things that I loved in this game from Vegas. They were able to push around the Colorado Avalanche. And I'm not talking about with big, huge, physical hits. Forechecking was really good for the Golden Knights in this game. Their neutral zone play was really, really strong. There was a lot of really smart gaps in terms of Nathan McKinnon shutting him down through the neutral zone at the, off, at, at the defensive blue line for the Golden Knights. And then I thought back pressure was really, really good for Vegas. Their forwards were certainly coming back, assisting with the defense, and really making it a muddy track for the Colorado Avalanche for the majority of the second period, the majority of the third period. And, and I love the fact that the Golden Knights were able to do that, but the question now becomes, can you do that and find enough offense? That's going to be the key for the Golden Knights. That's going to be the question come Friday. Can you take away, can you minimize those rush chances for Colorado while still finding enough offensive looks yourself? 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights down two games to none in this series with the Colorado Avalanche by virtue of a 3-2 loss in overtime. Miko Rantanen in the game-winning goal. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Rita. Rita, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Okay, before I get to the fill out not the game, uh, Bingo Tree tweeted, here is Bednar's reply on the v- VGK penalty in OT. Yeah. I think it's an easy one for me to call. Well, of course he does. I know. I thought, yeah, that's brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think, I think, um, I think we did great. And I think we took the avalanche a little bit by surprise. Mm-hmm. They haven't really had anybody holding McKinnon and that top line in line since that last game they played against us. They sailed through um, the St. Louis Blues. We didn't do crap on Sunday. And I think it, it was good to put them back on their heels early in that second period. Yeah. And I just feel like we we kicked some butt. And I think once we get home, yeah, we've got to win both of those games. Mm-hmm. But I also, after watching tonight, I know, and now the Avalanche know, we can do it. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, and, and you bring up a great point, Rita. Like, oftentimes in those blowout wins, uh, the team that gets blown out, they come back the next game, and and you know maybe that that the team that put up seven is a bit overconfident and that wasn't really the case I thought Colorado really played well in the first period and then the Golden Knights just took the game over in the second period third period this one is a building block for the Golden Knights Uh, the only thing is now the results have to be there like as, as much as you like the process in this game as much as you like how the Golden Knights play uh, from here on out it's just a matter of getting the win, regardless of how you've got to get it. But, you know, it's like they say, too, is all we need, okay, the bounces didn't go our way. I mean, that's a hockey gods thing. I don't care what team you're on. Yeah. All we need is for them to be on our side next time. 100%, Rita. Hey, thank you for the call. And uh, I, I know we'll talk to you after the game on Friday. And, you know, again, uh, the bounces certainly are, are one area that you can look at in this game and say it just kind of didn't go for the Golden Knights. But, you know, I'm, I'm more encouraged by the fact that they were able to generate the looks that they were, especially that Riley Smith chance uh, shorthanded. William Carlson makes a great play, gets the puck to Philip Grubauer. There's a rebound. Smith comes through and just rips her off the post. And, you know, again, those types of plays change the outcome of a game. And, you know, for me, like, before we even get to, to the call in, in overtime, it's it's about whether or not the Golden Knights had opportunities to close this one out in regulation. They absolutely did. I do like the fact that they pushed the Colorado Avalanche around. They pushed them on their heels. And I'll be completely honest here. I thought Colorado was going to come into this game wanting to do exactly what they did in game one. I didn't think Colorado was going to enter this one overconfident because I think Colorado didn't like what happened in the third period. They didn't like the the play with Ryan Reeves and Ryan Graves. And they wanted to come back out 
and exact a little bit of a revenge the best way they know how, and that's on the scoreboard. But then the Golden Knights kind of took things over, and it was the Colorado Avalanche, especially in the second period, they were the ones running out of position, looking for hits, looking to make those big plays there, and that fed right into what the Golden Knights do so well. But again, now it's about turning those frustration points and those mistakes from Colorado into goals. The Golden Knights were able to do it on two occasions. They just weren't able to get that third goal. So now, again, as, as we've talked about it, and as I said prior to tonight's game, for me, the process and the result had to match. I thought this was a key game in this series as far as the path to victory for the Golden Knights. But the process was great. Result wasn't what you wanted. You can't have that anymore. Now it's not about the process. All that matters for the Golden Knights from now and beyond is the result in this series. Back to wrap it up next, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall in game two to the Colorado Avalanche. Three to two the final. Miko Rantanen, the overtime power play goal. Something you don't hear often in the playoffs. Overtime power play goal. Power plays don't often get called in overtime. They did tonight. The game ended relatively soon into overtime, just two minutes, seven seconds in. For the Golden Knights, this was a game all about bouncing back, and they did that. It was a game in which the Golden Knights proved they're every bit as good as the Colorado Avalanche, that they belong in this series of super heavyweights. But now it's not just about proving you belong, it's about winning games. For the Golden Knights, the task in front of them is large for the next five. That's what the Golden Knights need. They need to win four of five against the Colorado Avalanche to advance beyond this series. First opportunity, first crack of getting that first of four comes on Friday. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame. T-Mobile Arena, full capacity. This is the opportunity for the fans to show up, be loud all night long, and give the Golden Knights that extra spark that they're going to need to get that third goal. Because I firmly believe game one, anomaly. You're not going to see a team in this series put up a seven spot on the other. It's not happening. Every game from here on out is exactly like what we got tonight. Furious, back and forth, one goal game. That's what we're getting. Because that's what the series deserves. And whether or not it's going to be a long series, that's firmly in the control of the Golden Knights. You come home, you hold serve, all of a sudden we've got a best of three, and I can't think of two better teams to have that sprint than the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights. Do not let a bad call in overtime sully a great game. It was that. 
Two teams I cannot wait to watch live on Friday. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here turning the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bob Machado keeping us on the air back in the studio. And thanks to you, our callers and our listeners. The show is not the same without you. It's just not that much fun. We will talk to you on Friday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.